All right, Average Joes, we are back. This is Dave uh, continuing on for part two of Fight Night with the Joes. Jeff and Tony had to step outside for a small chronic break. I'm going to hold it down for us right now. So we got Abel Torrio and uh, it was a James Vick. Uh, it's about three minutes, three and a half minutes left of the first round. And, and they've been they've been tagging each other. They've been trading. Nothing solid has landed, though. It's been uh, a lot of elusiveness. James Vick trying to utilize that, that front kick to try to get some range and stay away from the, the obvious power that Abel Trujillo has in his hands. And... Uh, and speed too. On, on top of that, he's he's very strong. So Vic being smart and throwing that that front snap kick out there, that that push kick, and uh, trying to keep on the outside of Abel Trujillo to avoid catching that that uh, one punch knockout power that he is, and uh, Abel shooting in for a takedown and scores it. I haven't seen a lot of this this cat Vic. Um, I've seen Abel Trujillo. He's a veteran. I've seen him in many fights, and uh, I know his power, and I know his ability, and I know his capability. And he is a dangerous, dangerous fight for anybody in that division. There's there's nobody that can say when they walk into a, a fight with Abel Trujillo that they're not going to put get the fight of their lives because he will. Um, we were just talking a little bit ago about uh, Tony Ferguson, a uh, friend of the show, friend of uh, many people back here in Muskegon, Michigan, uh, where he grew up. Um, when Abel and Tony were fighting, I was uh, messaging Jeff, and I was like, you know, bro, uh, I'm worried for it, you know, yeah, I'm worried for Tony. So I was glad Tony got the win on there. But Abel Trio, now taking Vic down, he's he's stuck in that the front face lock. He's... Uh, Vic trying to cinch in a guillotine, but he just doesn't have it. The position all the way through. Abel's still up on his knee a little bit. He's got he's got an angle to escape. Uh, I think Vic's gonna have to let this one go. He's not gonna. He's gonna suffer uh, a further takedown and a mounting from it. And he does. He does let it go. I hope you guys that have been listening so far have enjoyed what we put together for you. Um, Ryan, we, we, we're missing you. Uh, we're missing you, buddy. You know, uh, whenever we have things to look up, instead of uh, trying to fumble through the computer and get some stats, we need our, we need our Ryan here to, to bring it home. And, and, uh, and we miss you, dude. But we hope you're feeling better. Um, Ryan's at home with back injuries like we've talked about before. And, uh, um, this kind of sucks for him because he's got, you know, he's got his beautiful wife that uh, Kara that he's got to take care of right now. She's way deep into her, into her pregnancy of the second, uh, second child, his firstborn son, and he's got that little one, Carla, at home. That's uh, that beautiful. He's just a beautiful little angel uh, of a kid, and uh, I've I've seen him posting pictures of them playing out in the snow and them going outside and, and having a good time. And I think that's where Ryan, I think that's where you said you hurt your back at, and. Uh, um, it really sucks because uh, I know where you're. I know where you're at, dude. So, uh, despite anything that we might have been BS with you, you know, you know that that Jeff and I are, are missing you a lot on this show. Uh, shout out to everyone else that's going to be listening tonight: Rich Cerritos, Joey Ladigast, everyone else, uh, Dale and Scott. You two have been Dale and Scott. You two have been amazing in sharing the show. Uh, 
talking to us, giving us questions to talk to uh, talk about on the air, uh, just being a, a great friend of the show. You guys, uh, we can't tell you enough how much we mean, it means to us, everything that you're doing, and we hope you enjoy it too. Um, there wasn't a lot to talk about that round. Uh, round two just finished with uh, Abel still kind of on top, trying to get into a position, Vic trying to land a, a guillotine and just get out of position. So there was just, probably should have been stood up, uh, about 30 seconds ago, uh, 30 seconds before the the fight ended, maybe 45, but ref decided to let him let him go, and it just wasn't a lot there. It was it was a lot of struggling for position, and nobody got anything. Vic's doing a great job of keeping uh, keeping Abel away from him uh, in the striking game, and he's not letting him get uh, close the distance very well. He's being very elusive and utilizing this, those long strikes, you know, those leg, uh, straight leg kicks and, uh, and uh, front kicks, and he's he's been doing a great job of moving out of the way. So we'll see what happens here. And uh, in round number two, I'm sorry, that was the end of round one last time I said round two. It was the end of round one. We're in round number two now. Four minutes, 52, 51, 50 for anyone watching at home. I wonder where the hell Jeff and Tony are. Don't take that long to smoke, boys. I'm kidding. They're outside doing stuff that's completely legal. And just ended at that. Uh, okay. Abel and Vic again trading. Vic's trying to sneak in, using those front kicks again to keep the distance. He's really respecting... The the ability of oh and he took a left hook victim. He's respecting the ability of, that Abel Trujillo has of closing the distance, closing the gap, getting inside and landing one hit knockout power type punches. He's really respecting that that game that that Abel has and uh, but at the same time Vic's not getting much output. He's he's using those those defensive tactics uh, to try and keep him away. But he's not landing anything of himself. Uh, Abel's definitely the um, an octagon control and aggression by far. A big right hook from from Abel, and a big left follows it right up. Wow, he's uh, Vic starting to take some shots in the second round. That's two big shots in in ten seconds time. Um, again, Vic with the kicks. They're not doing anything. Abel's already got his distance from those. He's already figured out how to get around those to land the shots. They're not effective anymore, uh, which shows how smart how smart Abel is. Uh, what did you guys? What have you guys thought about the the fight so far tonight? Let us know uh, in the comment section um, how you thought the fights were going. Obviously, we're going to be posting this after the fact, but let us know what you thought up to now. You know. Love to have a conversation with you afterwards. Anyone that's watching. All right. They're squaring back off. Not a lot of heavy strikes hitting. Some Abel's gotten a few uh, good shots, but nothing super heavy that would really cause any any trouble. There's a little blood, a little swelling under the uh, the right eye of James Vick. Abel looks like he's been completely untouched so far in the from strikes and Abel with another leaping hook Vic now trying to, to sneak some in but uh, I don't think he's going to have much luck in that department Table's covering up very well he's, his, his head movement's good 
Vic trying to use some knees, but as, as Abel's coming in, it's a smart move. Uh, takedown by Vic. Well done. I didn't think we'd see that. Going for a Darce. Vic is locking in a Darce, and it, it looks tight. It looks real tight. I, I think Abel's going to have to tap. Oh, he's got the sunken. He's, he's cranking now. Abel moving around with him. He's trying to escape. I don't think he's going to be able to. He's not. He's, he's incredibly holding on. Vic has not gotten the position on this dart. She's had it for too long. Trio's going to kick out of this one. He's going to move out of it. The dart's still in by Vic. Move that Tony Ferguson loves to utilize in that dart's choke. Those long arms. Vic is utilizing it now, but he has. He's just turned him over. And we're going to see if he can bring this one home. He's not letting go. It might be a mistake. We're not sure how much this is taking out of him. I think we got the boys back. Yes, we are back. And he lost the Darce. Oh. He added in for about a minute and a half. So he had a tight, I, I thought, for a while there, but Abel just kept moving and moving and moving. Um, Tony staying out of it. Tony beat Abel with the Darce, did he? Yeah, I, yeah. I think yeah, I know he snapped him down with it. I don't know if he was able to finish or if he went somewhere else, but he used it to wear him down and get him down. He's trying for another choke. Arm triangle. No, oh, he's got another Darce. the Darce. Dude, don't burn your arms out. You already he had out. that Darson for a good minute and a half, struggling and fighting. Uh, he's he's burnt himself out some, I'm sure. How? Uh, who won the first round? Uh, Abel Trio won the first round Abel. by strikes. Yeah. So yeah. What about the second round so far? It looks like he's this one's been this one's been close, but uh, I think Vic had more control. I think it's one to one. Okay. And I think we're going into Ooh, it. Uh, nice spin kick to end the round by Vic. Yeah. Vic's a long individual. Yeah, and yeah. like I was telling these guys, uh, when you guys were out, that Vic was utilizing that, um, mm. using that front kick uh, with his length to keep Abel away from getting inside and landing those shots. Okay. It wasn't until about midway through the second round that Abel started. As soon as the, the front kick came out, he was he was stepping aside and cutting an angle on it to land the strikes. He was finally he finally figured out the distance in those front kicks. So. Uh, both these fighters have done a great job through two rounds. It's, it's not been an overly exciting fight, but it's been a good one. Okay. It's been a good one. Third round, and then we get the uh, third strawweight fight of the yeah. night. Yeah, and the co-main event. Co-main event, Alexa Grasso and Felice Herrig. Felice Herrig is sexy. Oh, my God, yes. Absolutely. Felice Herrig's... Uh, a big straw weight as well. Big She's uh, she may have have weighed in uh, at that weight, but she, I guarantee she's ballooned up to at least you know put on at least fifteen more pounds, if yeah. not more. I would say she's probably walking around one twenty five, one thirty. I would say about one thirty. Yeah, you know, definitely. Ooh, flying knee by Vic catches Trujillo, backs, backs him up, up. and he's still backing up. He Trujillo's, he felt that. Oh yeah, he's stunned. Oh, good takedown. That was that was great timing by Abel to get that single leg on a very long fighter in Vic. He's got a good sprawl though, and he's got the distance. He's going to go for that, Darce. that Darce again, isn't he? 
some point you gotta find a different technique or uh, oh, does, does he, he have is he, it? Is he is he gonna tap? Oh, I think yeah, he just did. Yeah, he, yeah, he tapped that. him. Got him with that Darce. Wow. I did not expect to see Vic do that. He's a great, great fighter. He yeah. really is. He showed me yeah. a lot this fight. He was smart. He was patient. I was criticizing him in the first round because I didn't think he was he was going after Abel enough. I thought he was just playing defense right. and trying to uh, use that leg kick to keep him away. So um, I ate some of my words because Vic, it was he was playing chess, not checkers, and I was expecting checkers out of him. He did a great, great job, and uh, he deserved that win, and he earned it. Going on him 48 seconds into the third round. <clears throat> catches him with a darce off of a, uh, a missed kick into a single leg shot by Trujillo. But Trujillo was kind of just in desperation mode at that point. He, he, he ate a knee. That flying knee that just, straight off the gate. That shook him. And then he locked that darce up. Much better position this time. The first time he tried to hook it, it wasn't in a great spot. He had to he hooked it in, and then he tried to maneuver around to get it to a spot where his forearm was around the neck. He didn't have it a good spot in the last time. He worked to get it in there. Uh, it took him a better part of a minute, minute and a half to get him in a respectable spot for it. And it just uh, it wasn't uh, didn't have it in time. Great fight, great win for Vic. Did not expect that, but you know what. Good on him. Yeah, he picked. I mean, he didn't abandon that Darce choke. He went for it quite a bit and finally ended up locking it in and being able to get it. Do you guys remember anything else? Vic is, you know, remember him from any fights I, that he's had? You know, he's, he's had a few. Not off the top of my head. You know, I remember the name. It, mm-hmm. He's only got one loss. I mean, yeah, and it was uh, Benel Dariush. Okay. That, and that's, that's not a bad that's, loss. Ex- yeah, uh, absolutely. He fought uh, Dariush um, uh, 199. Okay. okay. And this was his first fight back since. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he lost to, he lost quick to Darius first yeah. round knockout. Yeah, as I say, okay. Darius. But before that, out. he's beaten he'd beaten a few younger guys as well that um like Nick Nick Hayne, okay. uh Jake Matthews, you know, a couple of younger cats as well. He moved his way up. He's three well, with this victory now, he's four and five in, in the UFC, and the okay. one loss being to Darius. So, yeah. not bad, not, no, bad, not at bad, all. bad at all. I'm interested in watching, you know, how far this cat goes because uh, he showed me a lot against a very tough veteran tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what I saw, it was an impressive outlook. Trujillo just after that knee just was rocked hard yeah. and stumbling back and forth, still throwing good counter shots, but just. Off balanced and not right. And right. That, that takedown was a desperation takedown. The knee was the game changer, though. You're right. That length, the knee was the game changer. That length was just too much, though. Off that shot, if he get if when you're that length, if you can get any kind of separation in the hips, you're going to be able to sprawl out of it. Yes. I was uh, I was able to do that a lot in my weight class when I was in in wrestling. Just being a lot longer than a lot of guys. Yeah, I never had that advantage. No, never. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I was always the short one. That was my dude. That was especially my senior year, man, because I was cutting a lot of weight and uh, cutting a lot of weight and running a lot. So I knew my conditioning could go, and yeah. I would just use defense and score the octagon. That's a big win for James Vick, the Texas native. But you can't say that on FS1, man. Yeah, you watch your damn mouth. You watch your mouth, son. 
two pitches. My coach was yelling, pull the trigger more, pull the trigger more. I knew he, he didn't have the gas tank to throw volume with me. So I knew that his only chance was to try to tap something like an overhand or a hook over the top of my jab or something like that. So I was being more patient. Biggest win of James Vick's career, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. To this yeah. point, by far. Oh, that's oh, no. just a beautiful knee. <laughs> well, it's on the video game. You might as well be, use it here. Right. I mean, you might as well. 29 years old. Uh, he's the 155-pound deficient. He's six foot three, 76-inch reach, 43-inch leg reach. He's got he's got gifts in reach. He's got youth. This kid can do some stuff, man. Mick Foley would say that cheap pop. Yeah. Take him how you get him, man. Got to. I'd have milked it, too. Hell yeah. Good upside for this kid. I'm going to keep an eye out on him and see what he does when he's given more. Uh, look at Amanda Nunes choking out Shaq. She's choking out everybody. <laughs> There's your boy. Rumble. Rumble. I love watching him fight. Valentina Shevchenko behind him. Yeah. Her girlfriend, too. Uh, or her sister. Hmm. I don't know. Did she roll that way? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't remember. All right. Gearing up for the co-main event, Alexa Grasso and Felice Herrig. I'm excited for this fight. Yeah. I'm I've just, been looking forward to this one. Yeah, me too. You never know which Felice Herrig is going to show up. Yeah, it's a crapshoot. She's been around for a long time. She's she's uh, never put together like a streak before. It's like one, two wins, a loss, a yeah, win, loss, win, loss, two wins, two losses. It's, not it's in the real US spotty. Team. She had, I think she had put together a pretty good uh, streak of fights in Invicta mm-hmm. before uh, going into the UFC and getting on the Ultimate Fighter and stuff. She married... Um, I do not believe so. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, cacksucker. Savages. <laughs> oh, where are you? I think next week I'm going to use something, a rant from Joey Diaz as my music intro. Just pull out that rant from Alex Jones when he, actually, when he went off on them. It's Ryan's pick this week. Oh, yeah. He sure he gets a pick after missing two. He know, Well, he didn't know call, but he now showed two this shows. That's true. I mean, you know, we can, we can revoke his rights. <laughs> While you guys were out there, I, I, was, I said, all right, Ryan, you know, we're, we know we miss you out here. And I said some nice words about his, his lovely wife and his, and his beautiful daughter. And I said some, you know, his, his future firstborn son, his future king, his prince. So, I gave him a good shout out. We do, we do, man. Mostly it. because I was running out of things to say. But... <laughs> 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 no, just busting your balls, kid. 
Why is Chris Cyborg still listed in the bantamweight division? I have no idea why she was listed there to begin with. I don't There's been a big push on Twitter to try to get JoJo on the London card. She should be on that card. I absolutely agree. She Why the hell be. wouldn't they have her there? I don't know, man. I feel I kind of feel bad for that card because uh, it's not a great main event. Who's that, who's that card? It's Remind me. Manawa and. Um, When is that card? Do you remember? Yeah, that's uh, the week after London, or week after 209, I believe. It's in March. Let's take a look. No, Brazil is the one right after. There's England, March 18th. Manawan, Corey Anderson. That's right, Corey Anderson. And uh, Pickett's retirement fight. He's fighting Briones. Oh, yeah, There's yeah, that's not right. a lot of names. No. On this card. No. Madadi is fighting Duffy. Yeah, Razor Madati and, and probably Joe Duffy's last fight in the UFC, at least in his opinion, he thinks. He doesn't think they're going to re-sign him. This but that's a good a fight, card. though, man. Duffy, But Duffy and, and Madati is a good fight. Yeah, yeah. It, it might be a great card. It's just it doesn't have a lot of names. No, it How doesn't. That's what I, it, yeah. it doesn't. Well, I mean, it didn't even have a main event till last week. Yeah. Uh, there were a few. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, look at Timmy Kopstash Johnson. That's yeah, is, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Mark Diacasey and, and Timo Pakalin's a pretty good fight. Diacasey is is a fucking killer, and he's eleven to zero. That stash of Timmy Johnson's. That's what it is now. What if he lets that beast grow for another month or so? That's gonna be ridiculous. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Timo Pakalin coming off of uh, submission of the night against uh, uh, Teobald Gotti back in February of last year. Fight night. Uh, Bisming and Silva. A few more fights added to 210. Oh, really? Yeah, let's see who we got here. Um, Patrick Cummins and Jan. Oh, Jan Blahovic? Yep. Okay, so they moved Blahovic to 210. Yep. Um, uh, Chukagian and Irene Aldana. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did know about oh, Irene Del- Aldana and Chukagian because I, I retweeted that fight. Shane Burgos and Charles Rosa. Okay. A couple young kids, 8 and 0, 11 and 2. All right. A couple up and young uh, up and comers at 40, 145. So, we got five fights booked there now with the uh, why, of course, why I've been in that we hopefully we get. Right. Yeah, that's uh, thanks, Trump. You have to listen to our, our episode fifty-two that we thought was fifty-three. Yeah, for that. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I was, was, was a... going to make fun of you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot until now. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, just to be fair, we actually discussed it before. It wasn't yeah. just my fuck up. We agreed it was no. fifty-three. I asked him. I said, "What about fifty-three? So yeah, fifty-three. I said, "Okay, we're at fifty-three." And then we got a. Fucking upload it. And like, oh, well, wait a minute. 52. There's no 52. <laughs> Fuck. No, well, we're not going to re-record. Nope. 
And uh, part of our gimmick is we record everything, so we don't, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if we fuck up, we record it. That's right. And you know what? We fucked up. Shit happens. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. I heard this is supposed to be Michael Bay's last Transformers film. This is the last Transformers film. This is Transformers. Yeah. Like 100? I, I, this is I, the last night. <laughs> Somebody else will pick it up. If someone else says double line, but right now this is the, the last night. It's the last scheduled one ever. Yeah, Bay said he's done with it. Maybe he could make a new Bad Boys. Maybe he could stop making movies. Yes. <laughs> Do that. Do that. I'd be perfectly okay with that. He made his money, go home, and I don't care what you do. So, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like James Cameron finally finished writing the Avatar sequels. You know oh, my I've God. Never, you know I've never watched Avatar? Oh, me neither. Really? No. I thought I've it was really great. Desire I got, no, me either. I never had a real desire to. Like, the hype behind it and and I think how much... Everybody, like, I really didn't have any desire to see it in the first place, but I probably would have watched it at some point. But everybody hyped it up so much, I was like, nah, this is, because that's just going to disappoint me. It's not a great story at all. Um, it's the CGI. is so fantastic in that movie. The story is, is it's your simple, every day there's bad guys and there's good guys, and the right. good guys end up overcoming the bad guys after a horrible thing happens. Classic story that we've seen for, you know, a hundred years in, in cinema. But the CGI is, is, I don't know where, it's, 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 some of the stuff that they came up with, I don't, I don't get how they did it. And it's, it's amazing to watch just for that. I'd suggest it just for that alone, just, uh, to see what they do. And the thing that they're going to do a couple more with technology the way it is now, as opposed to where it was, when was that movie out, 2010? 2012? Oh, earlier than that. It was like 2009. Was it? So, I mean, he's been writing this sequel to Avatar 2. Yeah, he's been writing the sequel for eight years. I knew I was living at 916, so it had to be between 2009 and 2010. So it's been eight years for him to write a sequel to this. Well, he was writing the the two of them and and, and doing them together, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah. still. The sequel and the trilogy. It's like fucking... George R. R. Martin over there. He's another one I got a bone to pick with because the dude. Yeah, man. He. You know how long it took him to write the first set of novels? He started in like the early nineties yeah, and didn't finish. I yeah, think, or something like that. And yeah. didn't finish until you know for for ten plus years. And now his shit goes huge, bigger than probably any TV show up to point up to this point. And he started, he's got to come out with some more stuff, man. He's still got two more books. He's promised. See, one of them. He's, I mean. Yeah, he's late. So like a year and a half. Wow. I know we were just talking about talking about the lack of fights on that London card, but man, I'm looking at that uh, fight night uh, Fortaleza. Not like a bunch of huge star names, but just some really good fucking fights, though. Some solid fights, dude. Darius and Barboza. Yeah, boy. Mm. I'm looking forward to that one. Shogun and John Vellante, uh, Bess Cohen, Myriam Renault. Honey Jason and uh, mm-hmm. and Kennedy and Jeremy Kennedy. Yeah, man. Um, That's got some great fights on there. Cowboy Oliveira and Timmy Means. Fucking Pepe and Kyle Boschnia. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy and Formiga and Ray Borg. Like, solid fights. Yeah. A lot of solid fights. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, Sergio Morales. 
Well, it's official that uh, Marlon Moraz has vacated his bantamweight championship in World Series of Fighting. So okay. Probably won't be long before we are hearing that he's in the UFC bantamweight division. Probably make his debut around the same time as Dom Dukawa. Our, man, I am looking forward to Darius yes. and Barbosa. I know, man. Of... That's the fight I was excited about, so too. So great. And Belfort and Gastelum, I mean. I am such a big Barboza fan. Well, Felice Herring said no touching of the gloves. They're ready to throw. Man, Grasso was only 23 years old. Yeah. yeah What'd they say? Second, second youngest fighter in the UFC? Really? Wow. Something like that. Third youngest. Really, one, one of the youngest. One, one of the youngest fighters. Arena Aldano, that's her uh, That's her teammate. The uh, the chick that's going to fight Caitlin Chukagian at 210. She's uh, Alexa Grasso's teammate. Felice Herrig, significantly larger. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, look at the legs. Uh, look at the, the arms. Shoulders and, yeah, yeah, the shoulders. Yeah, the biceps and the arms. Uh, more, much more defined, just a heavier and bigger fighter. But Grasso's crafty. She was a lot bigger than Paige Van Zant too, and Paige still beat Yeah. Grasso's a very smart fighter, very crafty. Yeah, she is. She's got good boxing. She's only uh, had a couple fights in the UFC. This is her second fight. This is, yeah, yeah. this is her second. She, uh, she's got spent most of her time in Invicta. She was supposed to fight for the Invicta Strawweight Championship and got hurt. And then when she was coming back, got brought into the UFC. Fought Heather Joe Clark, another uh, tough alumni on the same season with Felice Herrig. And Angela Hill. And Tisha Torres. A lot of great fighters in that season. Yeah. A lot of names in the UFC. Yeah. Paige Van Zant was supposed to be part of that season, but she wasn't 21, so they wouldn't let her on. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Remember reading about that. Oh! Good head kick. Oh, oh! Caught her in a heel hook. Yeah. Oh, she's going to get it. She's got her in a heel hook. Lost it. Lost it. Smartly, gave it smartly gave it up so she didn't end up in the uh, in a mount position. Good good use She's of the So ju- smart for her age, especially for her age. Yeah. Good use of the jujitsu by Alexis or Alexa Grasso. Ooh. Nice counter punch. Yep, good counter right straight down the middle. Felice has just always had like this motivation problem. She is kinda lazy. It seems. Yeah, well, I could see that. You're probably right about that. She, they were, especially for a period of time, and she took a little break. She seemed to kind of come back motivated, but she was more. It seemed like into the celebrity of being a fighter. Yeah. Than really being a fighter. I haven't seen that happening with a lot of the younger fighters that come up. That, I mean, you know, they're a big TV show now. They're. Uh, well, she didn't really do anything as far as, like, like Paige Van Zandt or, yeah. or anybody like that. But she's, like, a social media fucking celebrity. Yep. Her Instagram, nice, right. Instagram and her Twitter and stuff like that. Exactly. Is, she's just high-watched uh, YouTube clips out there of her showing her ass. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Some kind of magic trick or something. She's sexy. Yeah, yeah, I she's remember a, that. really is. Felice really hasn't done much so far. There's Jeff Kern in the corner of Felice Herrig. This round is uh, uh, Grasso's to lose at this point. 
off the fence. Get off the fence. Felice not really pushing the action when she had her up against the fence. Kind of foolishly, I, I mean. I think she should have smothered her on there. Yeah, and you, stopped her from going anywhere. And, you right. Know. You would think with her size, she would want to. She would want to pin her down up against the fence and, and use that weight a little bit. I mean, Grasso seems to have pretty good wrestling, but uh, Felice Herrig's a much bigger fighter. Use that weight advantage, and she's got she's no slouch on the ground either. She, you know, Jeff Kern's a really good Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. And she's been training with him for a really long time. So one more fight after this. Yeah, the return of the zombie. We're very excited for. Yeah, uh, I'm a little nervous about it. Who did we say was the last fight that we seen zombie in? It was three years uh, ago? That was three and a half years ago when he fought Aldo for the title. Yeah. That'd been a bummer uh, had he won that fight and then had to go away. Yeah, would have and been, yeah. just uh, relinquish it, you know, without having to defend it or being able to. Um, I mean, it didn't play out that way, but that would have that would have been just as bad. Yeah, definitely. It it just sucks that he just lost so much of his career, and I'm kind of afraid that's going to happen to Duho Choi too. And really stinks. Troy is such a talented young fighter. Yeah, with the the the. World is his limit in uh, in the UFC and MMA. A fight with him. Which one was it? Him and uh, him and Cubby. Cubby, yeah. Back at fight 12. of the year. Bad, at, bad. That was my fight of the year too. Yeah, Back fight at of the year. Six. He's got two years to do in the military, right? Is that about right? Two years. Yeah. Well, and we had thought going into two hundred six that he had already been called up to duty, but. His name's been batted around in fights and stuff, so and I haven't seen anything official since then. Because who was it that was trying to call him out? Um, it was just recently. Yeah. And then last week or something, one of the guys yeah. just called him out. I forget who it was, but it was in last week's card. Yeah. Round two getting started. Uh, where did you guys score the first round? Jason Knight called him out. That's right. It was Jason the Knight. The young kid, yeah. I was Smart. Sure, I, I kept kid. thinking it was Jason yeah. Knight, but I was like, yeah. no, that, that's too, yeah. All right, Jason Knight. He was. He was impressive. Uh, he was very impressive. Fight. Absolutely he was. That was my first time really noticing him and uh, paying attention to to him during a fight, and I was I was really impressed. Uh, first round, I gave uh, Grasso. Yeah, yeah, I did as well. Um, I guess barely. I mean, um, yeah. hopefully they pushed the action a little bit more. Yeah, it wasn't dominant, round, but it was. Yeah. You Cross is gonna have to learn her killer instinct and start to be a start to be a finisher and go for go for finishes and try to end the fight. There's one thing I see that she's lacking. Yeah, I think it's gonna be something that's gotta develop over time. I mean she's still very super young. Twenty three years old, you know, yeah. so that's 
that'll come, but it's just one area that I see that she's probably going to need to to develop. So you can't teach that. That's just going to have to progress into that. Yeah, she's just got to grow into that killer instinct. I mean, and she's also being respectful of Felice Herring's power. She's, you know. And she needs maybe a bit more confidence in her own. Yeah, I think that's a lot of what it is, is just having that confidence. But, but you know, fighting at that level. That level, that age? I mean, hmm. Give her a few more fights, then we'll uh, revisit that. Grosso keeps really trying to, oh, mm, good, okay. good combination Herig, by Herig. Uh, Herig let her pay for that one. Yeah, she keeps trying those kicked. Nice body shots from Herrig. Big Felice overhand is, right. Yeah, Felisa's catching her now. Good body kick by Felice Herrig. Stuck her again. Wow. Grosso has to get in and get out. When they stand and trade, Felice is tagging her. So far, this one's, uh, oh, Harry, with another one, two, off the counter. Yeah, this one, this one's definitely going Fleece Herring's way so far. Yes. She's starting to get a little red spot on that left leg from some of those uh, lower leg kicks. Yeah, right towards the middle of the back of her thigh. Yeah. Grosso's needs to just keep landing those. Those are obviously landing, so keep throwing those, it'll, it'll... It'll do its damage. Yeah, make her change her stance up. Grosso getting... Oh, nice Harry coming shot. back. Yeah, say just as Grosso starts to get a few off, Harry catches her with a right. Well, Fleece Herring's been in there with, with everybody. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She's a veteran for this division and the sport. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this was a great person to put Grosso up against to see what she had in her with a, with a veteran like Herring. Yeah, she needed, I mean, she got a good, you know, her first fight in the UFC with, with Heather Joe Clark, another veteran. But Heather Joe don't have the... the uh, she not the power. No. And some of the names and stuff that comparatively they fought, Herring's uh, resume is much more impro- impressive. She's landing that overhand right. Yeah, Grosso's catching her a lot though on the on the counter. Oof. Good body kick by Grosso. Yeah, there's about thirty seconds left in the second round. Uh Harry winning it so far. Going for the last round. Oh, Ken getting Nope. Wasn't much there. I was to say, I wouldn't give it the takedown. There's no control. There's a neater in the vag. Harry tried to steal it. Oh, gets a takedown right. That's a takedown. Yep, takedown right before the end of the round. So Felice uh, uh, definitely won the second round. As far as I can tell, we're one-to-one, in my opinion. Maybe not. But Felice definitely won the second round. Yeah, if uh, if Texas is, was using the new scoring system, she could have ended up with a 10-8 round with that mm-hmm. takedown. 
Harry was uh, was definitely catching her more on the feet. Uh, Grasso's got to let her hands go a little bit more. Felice now sees that she can land takedowns on her. Now she she has a way to both uh, tag her up top and take her down. Right. So I don't think we're going to have a good round for, for Grasso next round. That overhand right right there. Yeah. That, that was great. Third round of the co-main event. Been a great fight so far. Yeah. They're both... Uh, both ladies have, have looked good. Absolutely. They're both going for it. They, neither of them look gassed. Grasso catching her with a switch kick. Got yeah, right to the gut. See, this is this is going to be the test. I mean, Grasso hasn't. I mean, she's been putting some situations back in uh, in Invicta, but you know, in these kind of conditions under in the UFC, big stage, co-main event. You know, Felice has been in some of these type of scenarios before, so. See how Grasso responds to the pressure. She's moving forward. She's trying to press it. Uh, great kick. I think she should be utilizing those leg kicks as yeah, there it is. I mentioned it. Um, I think she should utilize those more, those inside and outside leg kicks. Start tearing up that uh, left leg. Grasso caught her with a one-two. Oh. And there's the takedown. Oh, oh, and... oh, 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 I thought she was going to sweep her. Oh, Harry gets it, but, yeah. but Grasso looking for a, Look for for a Kimura, Kimura off the bottom. Oh, oh, she yeah. had it. Nope, Harry. Yeah, now she's out. mounted. Yeah. Getting out, Kicks though. Kicks out, though. Gets nice. Out. Good job by, by Alexa Grasso. I mean, she was definitely the more offensive one off that scramble. Yeah, and she's uh, catching that Kimura. She did a great job there. Catches Felice Herrig on the way in. Nice right again. Here it's landing that right all night long. That takedown is gonna is making a big difference though in the score. Yes. Even even though there wasn't a lot of control out of it and damage done, it's still as we know, takedowns are, are big in the judges' eyes. Yep. Also, still pressing forward, hitting those leg kicks. It's been successful. Uh, it's just Herrick's not slowing down for anyone tonight. No, she's going to wait to feel the pain later. She just doesn't care right now. Man, she's going to feel it too because that leg looks messed up. She's been yeah. Uh, Grasso's been chewing that leg up. Uh-huh. But Herrick knows this is uh, this is a big fight for her. You know, I mean, this girl's number twelve and. 
she's not been on a winning streak ever. No. Any any win she can get is very important to her keeping her job. Minute 30 left in the third round. Grosso being only 23, she can afford a loss here there coming off the box, but she's got so much time. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a long career and a bright future ahead of her. But I think this one, unless Grosso catches her with something, this one's going Felice Herring's way. Yes. Definitely putting it out there, though. She's trying to get the win. Oh, Harry going for the takedown again. Stuffed Stuff. this time. She's learning. Oh, Felice flips her over on the cage. Oh, shit. Oh, some technical difficulties from the UFC. We went green screen for a second there. Thirty seconds left in the fight. Time to let it all hang out. Go for the kill. Strikes pretty even in this round. Grasso letting it all go. She's trying. She's giving it what she's got. Herring playing really good defense, basically. Ooh, almost Man. caught her with the head kick. Oh, 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 wow. Grosso landed a lot of Those shots two in the last tagged. Where was that all round? Right. Herring's a little wobbled. Yeah. I just don't think it's enough for neither for Grosso to steal that round. I think we got uh, she could one. If she could have dropped her, if she could have dropped her, even just... For a second, that would have probably stolen the round for it. Very well, might have. She needed that. Uh, Grosso needed that aggression um, three minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Or a round ago, she needed to uncork and unleash like that, and put Felice Harrigan in some deep waters and put her in some trouble. And instead of playing it so safe for the entire fight, when she did let loose and she did charge and she did let it go, it paid off. Yeah, she could have easily uh, changed the game. If you'd have done that in round two or with two minutes left or three minutes left, it's it's unfortunate, but uh, maybe she'll learn from that. Yeah, unfortunately, I think it was uh, a little bit too little, too late. For you're right. Her. Yeah, you're definitely right there. Yeah, I think Grasso just, she got up on the horse, like you said, too little, too late. Although, uh, Herrig, she was quoted uh, before the fight, said she wasn't going to be a stepping stone for anybody. Uh, with Grasso being an up-and-comer. Their control, their strikes, their everything was pretty much even, except for the fact that Felice had the two takedowns, but Grasso had the one submission attempt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, two. There wasn't much of a submission attempt, but uh, you could give her two, really. I mean, we forgot. Nope. Don't forget about the heel hook. You're right. Let's go to. Uh, let's go to the UFC.
than how he expected it. Yeah. Um, big win for Herrig. Yes. All right, Felice Herrig. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the brother. Dedicating the fight to her brother. Some news. Okay. Calling out everybody. All right. At least he didn't do it stupid. Like, I want the champ after my one win right here, right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. ready for Yolanda. No. Nobody's she wants the page fight would make sense for her to try to run that back and get the win. I'll get one back on her or uh, or calling out Watterson. Yeah, so. getting the fight that she didn't get before. I'd love to see either one of those fights. Good on Felice, man. She, uh, she fought hard. Uh, Grasso's going to... Not going to suffer much from this. No. Um, it's it's not that bad of a no. loss. First loss in her career, she'll bounce back. She showed a lot in that fight. I think she learned a lot in that fight about herself. Well, look what she did at the end. When she when she was fighting, like, she didn't think she had anything left, uh, or nothing left to, to lose. That's when she started rushing in there and throwing those hands, and damn near knocked out Felice Herrig at the end. Yeah. Came, she learned a lot. Came real close at the end uh, to getting the knockout. I, I I really think though, you know, just just that knockdown would have probably stole around for her. Could have, it could have. All right, it's uh, one to go. Almost time for the return of the Korean zombie. Oh, got to hype up, hype up two oh eight. I really hope they do something with this division. <clears throat> because if not, and we're just getting a title fight for a pay-per-view. 
Oh, it should be a fun fight. Who else is on that uh, that fight next? Silva and uh, was it Brunson. Oh yeah, yeah. Silva and Brunson. Jacare and Bosch. Oh, that's gonna be a hell of a fight. <laughs> gonna be a bad night for Bosch. Oh yeah, that's uh, kind of what I meant. Uh, to Sharon Cannonier. That's right. Poirier and Miller. Oh yeah. Reyes and Sasaki. Yes, Reyes. Wilson Wilson Reese. Reese. That's the guy that was supposed to fight Mighty Mouse, and then oh, Mighty that's Mouse right. got yep. hurt and pulled out, and then they were like, Oh yeah. By the way, Ultimate Fighter, you're gonna we're gonna get that. The Carney. Nick Lentz and, and uh Machish Machik Machikikov? I don't know. Some guy from Russia. Kachev. I have dude, who knows? I don't it's, know how you pronounce that. It's fucking Russian. Yeah. We'll find out. Oh, hey, Uncle Creepy's in. He's on the card, too. Yeah. Uh, Creepy was supposed to fight <clears throat> Siri. Um, but Siri. <laughs> Not Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yes. Then who who are you talking about? Uncle, Uncle Creepy Uncle is Creepy uh, Ian McCall. <laughs> yes, I know. That, that should be his nickname, but... Um, yeah, that was supposed to be McCall and Siri for the second or third time, but, well, no, the second time this fight was scheduled, but Siri's, uh, mother-in-law passed away oh. last week, and he had to pull out of the fight. Okay, yeah, that's right. It was too soon. Yeah. The last two weeks of training camp, he was going to have to miss because of it, and it's a big fight to lose your last two weeks of training camp, so... Condolences to Neil Siri yes. and his wife on the uh, on her mother's passing. Um, there should be noted that this next week's fight with uh, Holman Durandame was the fight that this division and this fight was supposed to be Cyborgs, right? And they sent Cyborg uh, a fight agreement for like I don't know nine weeks out or t- something like that, and Cyborg she- said she said I can't make. 145 in those nine weeks. So they sent her another fight agreement for 11 weeks out. And she said she can't make 145 in 11 weeks. Yep. They sent her a third one for, I think it was 10 weeks out or something, or 12, or I don't, I don't remember. She said she couldn't make it. After the third one that she declined of like 12 weeks out or something, they knew something was going on. And they dropped the dime to USADA. And USADA said, okay, we got this. Went and tested her, and she pissed positive. Yep. For yeah. steroids. Or... Mac- masking agent. Masking well, agent. Not uh, a masking agent, but a possible masking agent. Yeah. It was a medication that her uh, doctor had put her on. Um, that's uh, What was it? Some kind of inhibitor. Well, either way, it was a banned substance. Yep. Banned substance. Well, she, she, she's fighting it because she said her doctor put her on it. Even if her doctor does put her on it, it's still a banned substance. Because your doctor puts you on TRT doesn't mean you're allowed to use it. Yeah, let me find what it was. Yes, it was identified. God damn it, these old episodes. So for me, it was only a matter of time before Cyborg pissed dirty anyway. 
Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was inevitable. She's a known juicer who has been for a long time. It was just never in a position where she was getting tested before. And if she was there, well, didn't she care. was. She was. She was tested quite a bit, but it was always. This was her first out of competition test. It had always been in competition. Yeah. Oh, here we go. The zombie making his walk to the cage. Been three years plus since we've seen this cat. Three and a half years. Yes. He's still young. He's still got a, a career ahead of him. They're coming out to the cranberries. I can't tell. Yep. Yep. That was the first song I ever played live on the, on the stage. Was uh, a cover of the cranberry song "Zombie." I was going to suggest actually that we threw that on for the intro tonight. Oh yeah. That's yeah, what when uh, uh, when we went to Mexico in 2007. That song was huge in Mexico. Oh yeah! All the club, all the uh, clubs that we went to, we played at least once, if not twice, during the night. The the uh, the resort that we stayed at, they had a live band come in and, and play covers in the song. They played this one, and it was just it was a huge song uh, in Mexico. And then, as as well as uh, Numa Numa song, I couldn't go anywhere without that fucking Numa Numa song playing. It was so horrible. So Cyborg had been tested 14 times since uh, entering USADA program. Uh, wow. Twice in the quarter, the fourth quarter of 2016, and never had a flag sample. Cyborg failed her test for a diuretic. That's right. Uh, clone. Spironon. I can't pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, it was some kind of, it was something for, like, the kidneys and stuff or something like that. Yeah, but diuretics are a big no-no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was under the impression she had a doctor's exemption. Well, she was wrong. Dead wrong. <laughs> Under the impression? Yeah. Dennis Bermudez has fought seven times since the zombie was last in the cage. And has done some pretty good numbers um, in those victories. Whether it was it's only got six two losses. One. Two losses, and they were back-to-back to... Uh, I know one was Bully. Yeah, we just looked up this. Yeah, we looked uh, this up on Thursday. Thursday was... I can't remember uh, who the other was. Uh, Heathen. Yep, that's right. Steve, yeah, it was, it was Stevens and and, uh, and Bully. So not bad losses at all. Before that, he no. put together like five, and, five in a row, I think, four in a row. Yeah. Uh, he's won his last two, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Bermuda's got, has. So. He's got victories over... 
Max Holloway. Yes. Well, uh, technically, Zombie's coming off a loss. Yeah. It's been three plus years, but still. A loss and a really long layoff. Injury, then military. Yep. What do you uh, What do you think about this fight, Tony? Well, I think uh, Zombie's got his work cut out for him. Uh, just the challenge of coming back. <coughs> he does have a six-inch reach advantage. I mean, if he can keep Munez at a distance, you know. That's... I mean, that was something I was going to work his way back it. into it. Sure. He might have a shot. Absolutely. That's a good point. <coughs> Bermuda's is... Uh, typically, I would give him, in most fights that he has, the speed advantage, but <coughs> Zombie's a pretty quick cat. Yeah. And he's longer. Uh, like Tony said, he's, he's longer, can use that reach advantage. Uh, rust is what I worry about right now. Me too. Is, is cage rust. Um We'll see if those stamina, yeah, yeah. jitters, uh, conditioning, not having fought for three and a half years, uh, could really take its toll on him. Thrust right back into the spotlight of the main event. Yeah, yeah. How long can he uh, ride the adrenaline? Yeah, zombie. I mean, zombie is only twenty nine, so he's still. Getting ready to get into the pro oh, yeah. career. But. Absolutely. He's, he's only an inch taller, but six-inch reach advantage. Yeah, long arms. He's just got long, long arms. Let's go listen to Bruce. Yeah, let's get a little Bruce on the main event. Kick that mule. Kick that mule, cocksucker. You're goddamn right. Feed me. Call the cops and off me chops. I <laughs> oh, can't wait for that to to watch that as soon as this is over. <laughs> it's disturbing. That's yeah, cool. you're I'm, in for a disappointment. That's awesome. <laughs> you're in for a lot of laughs and some weird feelings. Uh, I don't know why I find it so funny. But I'm going to have to quick watch some girl-on-girl porn directly after it. Yeah. Make sure I'm still a guy. Yeah. I just like to laugh at it. Lots of zombie shirts in the audience. Zombie's a popular dude. There's a lot of empty seats. Wow, there is. Oof. Not a good attendance. <laughs> See them there? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of empty seats. Real close, too. Yeah. Yeah, that whole row behind the Octagon girls is completely empty. Wow, look, you got front row seats over here empty. I mean, you know, not a, a star-studded car. <laughs> Not a big MMA town, really, I don't think. You don't really hear a lot out of Houston. Yeah, 
Here we go. All right, time to. Bermudez uh, <laughs> was trying to ask Joey if he wanted to touch gloves, and he was he was doing a little prayer and probably didn't even see it. <laughs> All right, the zombie is back. Here we go. Bermudez is going to be looking to close that distance early. He probably get a takedown. Oh yeah, he's got to he's got to fight that uh, reach deficit somehow. Bermudez, yeah. Bermudez does have the most takedowns in featherweight history. Oh. Zombie has the twister. It's true. He's got that one twister in UFC history. <laughs> the only twister. The infamous get that Bravo money twister. How much does that Bravo uh, pay for a twister in competition? I think it's a $5,000 bonus. Gotcha think so something like that he's uh he's getting ready to uh introduce that uh combat jujitsu format into i think it's ebi 11 in march mm -hmm. where they're gonna do like a little four-man tournament uh open palm strikes oh cool oh that left stung him stung the zombie yeah, he's kind of getting worked over here this first minute and a half here. Zombie fights with his hands down. He's got a hell of a chin. He does. He definitely does. He just keeps on coming. Bermudez is, just keeps looking for that takedown. Been defended so far. Yeah, Zombie, I mean, with his length and stuff, he's got good takedown takedown defense and really good jits. He's very confident for uh, yeah, I mean, such a layoff. Yeah. I mean, in his head, he, you know, he's he's been in there with some of the best. Nice oh, uppercut. That's it, baby. Oh it's my over. god, the zombie is back. Nice uppercut. Dropped him right in his pants, and it was over. Hopefully you weren't listening to that with headphones. Damn. That peaked. I, I, I just saw the peak. Yeah, that peaked. That was yeah, bad. Got excited. Wow. Man. Wow. That was a stinging uppercut. Oh, Dropped wow. him right in spot, right in the spot. Zombie yep. just showed with his cage rust. What? That was great. What a return! Uh, if ever a time, I'm happy to eat my words. Oh, absolutely! I did not expect to see that. Not at all. Man. If he was going to win, I would expect it to be on the ground, maybe something like that. Uh, sneak a submission. I didn't expect to see a flat-out knockout like this. Boom, uppercut. Right. Right hand dropped in one shot. Bermuda's caught with his chin down. Oh, yeah. and he caught him right on the side. Oof. Right on the side of his chin. Bermuda. Bing. Oh. A couple charity shots on the ground. and Bermuda's tried to take down Herb Dean. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. The Korean, that was awesome. The Korean zombie is back. I missed the kid. Me too, man. He picked up right where he left off. Yeah, give him fight of the night, huh? I, I if not performance, fight, performance. Yeah, yeah, definitely performance. Out something. Oh. Did Ryan pick zombie? Ryan picked zombie. Of course he did. Yeah, Ryan picked zombie. Of course he did. God damn it. <laughs> That's all right. I had no official pick, but I, I was definitely pulling for the zombie. I was pulling for the oh, zombie. Yeah, I, mean, I agree with you. My logic told me to go with Bermudas because it's what made sense. But oh, definitely, definitely pulled uh, for the zombie. The doubt was there after three and a half years off. Ryan yeah. went. Uh, he had Andrash, Hamilton, OSP, Trujillo, Grasso, and Zombie. So eh. I didn't do very good. I didn't do very good either. I didn't do very good at all. That's all right. Can't win them all. Yeah, pretty sure I picked. I'm pretty sure we all picked OSP. I know I picked OSP and I picked Bermudas too. Yeah. I just felt like Zombie was going to come oh, in with ring rust. Well, yeah, and, three and a half year layoff, two yeah. shoulder surgeries. Bermudas has been active. He's been winning good Way fights. Way active. Yeah, it, it, it'd be foolish. But Ryan always picks crazy shit. <laughs> Well, he beat us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he won. Usually, what happens? <laughs> oh man, that was a great knockout. I'm surprised he didn't flip flop six or seven times. Oh yeah, that's why I waited to ask him today, like an hour, two hours before, so we didn't have time to flip flop. He had to, he had to make a decision he's, and stick with it. He's nefarious, flippy floppy. Because the dude, he, he'll make a pick, and then he'll go watch 10 hours worth of material on him after he makes the pick because he felt like he didn't make the proper pick or he didn't make it for the right reason. So he watches 10 hours of footage and then comes back and says, no, because of this and this, I think I'm going to pick that guy instead. And then, no, I think, never mind, I'm going to pick this instead. Yeah. So he, said he likes to tinker. <clears throat> is that his wife? Mm-hmm. Whoever she is, she's very happy and crying. Let's go to go to Bruce Buffer. He 
he said an awful lot for <laughs> he didn't remember. Uh, no, he didn't remember. That's the patented one sentence translate. So it was perfectly timed. getting a little emotional yeah happy to be back i'm not translating for him of course i'm just reading facial expressions yeah. i don't think we any of us know what he says here we go What do you think, boys? It was a good card. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good time calling this card tonight. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We saw some good fights, a lot of good finishes. You know, not too many boring fights uh, that went to decision. Yeah, yeah no. OSP was, uh, was kind of a, a dull uh, yeah. dull outing. Yeah, but that was, our, that was our low point. Other than that, man, look at that uh, Fortuna. 210-pound man knocking out a 260-pounder. You know, something that we... Probably didn't expect to see. Yeah, able so, yeah. surprise of the night. Right able Trujillo there. getting mm-hmm. tapped out in the uh, third round. Great darts from Vic. You know, Herrick and Grasso went at each other. They yep. were a good fight, and uh, you know, it was. Uh, I had a great time tonight, guys. I really did. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Tony, thanks for joining us tonight, oh, man. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. You Absolutely. are welcome here anytime, brother. Anytime. We'll get you. We'll get you back on again. Yeah, we get something set up. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds Definitely. good. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for, for sticking around and joining us again for Fight Night with the Joes, number two. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday night with episode, the real episode 53 of the Average Joes MMA Show, and hopefully Ryan will be back with us. Uh, for David Van Boglen and our guest, Tony Monteruso, I'm Jeff Shanahan. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>